Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. Those guys are so funny that you just can't help but laugh when you see babies laugh like that and you get into it and, and it's, more, it's even more fun when you're in their presence and they yes. start cracking up and you, you can't stop, help but crack up too. True story. Well, this is my wife, Karen. If you haven't met her already, and uh, we're going to speak together today, and hopefully we're together. That'll be a good thing. Of course. Together. And uh, I thought I'd bring Journey along, um, which <laughs> today we're talking about laughing, and so we will have hopefully a good time laughing and, and talking about laughter. Uh, you, you guys, for those of you that haven't heard my pit bull story, I was attacked by six pit bulls, and now I wet my pants every time I see one. And so somebody gave me a stuffed pit bull, which, ha, 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 that's real funny. <laughs> I won't tell you what happened when he saw it. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not true. But um, so, and then they named the, the, the pit bull Journey. And so how can you not love this little pit bull? And this is He's the now best. our mascot, which I think is hilarious. Yes, this is our church mascot now, and um, Journey, a little Pitbull, um, yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> but I want to I want to celebrate she. I thought you did a great job leading she. It was our oh okay. I just have to tell you that it was not just me. There were over thirty women from this church who jumped in and made that happen, and that's what made it happen. So yeah. if we're going to applaud anyone, yeah. applaud the volunteers. That's amazing. So Friday night, Friday night, we had a whole bunch of ladies here. It was a completely different looking building, and it was a great event. And um, ladies, we missed you if you weren't able to make it. Yes, so we totally missed we you. We never want you to feel like you missed it. No, we missed you. And so um, that's right. Hope, that's hope right. That you can make the next one. Well, I want to just say that this is the most generous church. I cannot believe it. I mean, I can't believe it because I know you. But we raised over nine hundred dollars for Smock. That's yeah. amazing. For a single mom's oil change. So, you know, that's what it's all about, giving back to the community. So you guys are amazing. Yeah, so looking forward to Smock, single mom's oil change. It's going to be a great time. We encourage everybody to get involved. There's not a place where you wouldn't fit. And so right. um, if it's hosting the moms, playing with the kids, serving up meals, changing the oil, um, uh, being a valet, all kinds of different roles and, and things to do. So there's, uh, we need the entire church involved. To hopefully what we're, our goal is, 125 cars that we can change the oil awesome. like that day. So that'll be a lot of fun. I also want to encourage you to join groups. Um, and and uh, Pastor Josh talked about that earlier. He talked about the opportunity of getting in groups. We haven't started our group yet. Our group starts this week. But we encourage you to look at all the groups. There's great groups going on. And we encourage you to get involved, sign up, and, and get involved in a group. And uh, Tuesday night, we're starting our group at 6.30, I believe, mm -hmm. right here. And um, it's going to be a great group called Unfiltered Jesus. And it'll be a really fun time. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. We All right? Are. Get involved in groups. And yes. you have led a ton of groups. And you, yes. Your, your groups are nuts and crazy. Well, and of course. They're not normal. No, so, they are totally normal. No. That's because we have fun. Yes. Laughter. <laughs> it's good for the that's soul, true. right? That's very true. It's good for the soul. <laughs> Well, I, I invited Karen here because um, she is more funny than I am. I, I am. 
I tend to take life really seriously, um, <laughs> believe it or not. And she takes life very seriously, but has a lot of fun doing it. And uh, I call her smart funny because um, she has wit. She does puns. If you, if you ever want to have a pun war, um, good luck. You'll lose um, against her. She has a crazy side to her. Um, every time I hear somebody laughing in the church, I go, Karen's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> and then she likes pranks. And I'll, I'll let you tell about pranks. Yeah. Pranks, pranks are not my favorite thing. And pranks are like near and dear to my heart. I mean, opposites attract, but... Yeah, definitely. We had some rough moments when we first got married. I can, I can guarantee you that. So a lot of stories that I could tell, but, you know, one of them was... And now I think about it, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I loved pouring, like, cold water over the shower. <laughs> that was how I wished... This was my love language. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, it didn't go well. I don't speak that language. <laughs> <laughs> the language you spoke, I'm like, I've never heard him speak that language before. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a different language. Then I'm like, note to self, no shower, cold water again. Okay. <laughs> Happy marriage, no water over the shower. <laughs> uh, it was sad. I was brought up by a dad who, said, who, who was like... Um, he was, very, he was a very funny guy, but anything that was pranky, he didn't like, and um, he taught us that that was always at the, at, at, at the expense of another person. Exactly. And so, <laughs> exactly. That's the beauty of it I know. All. That's true. It's true. It's true. So, um, unfortunately, I was, I, was, I was taught to take life seriously and, and maybe too seriously. But, so she's the smart, funny side. I'm the oops, funny side. I, I like, my funny doesn't come out on purpose. It just comes out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it gets me in trouble. Um, I love entertainment. I love to watch comedy and laugh. I love comedians and, and the creative nature of cre- uh, those co- comedic thoughts. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of a cross-the-line funny sometimes where I'll, I'll say something and they're like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> you know? And uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that was funny, but where did that come from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a clue. So um, we're I'm two different like, kinds of funny. That was not my husband. Where did he go? But let's keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that funny guy I right like there. I like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. in all fairness, here's the deal. Yes, pranks are at the expense of others, but not only do I like to to give pranks, the gift of pranks. I yes. like to receive the gift of pranks. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a, it's a give gift. So and I always feel guilty when I, I prank totally her. He totally feels guilty when he pranks me. And I'm like, it's okay. This, I, it's a good thing. As I'll scare the bejeebers out of her. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean like Something Crazy. like that. So, Well, Proverbs 17, 22 says this. And it says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones i think we can really just start right there and just say you know which are you are you the the dried up bones or are you the good medicine a a cheerful heart yeah come on i love it and sometimes you might be somewhere in between those two you're not yeah. you know yeah that's yeah, okay I, I tend to it's live all right in if you're there. in between those two <laughs> You know, oh my goodness. I've heard it said that if you if your friends do not make fun of you, if they haven't in the last three weeks and they're not your friends at all. 
And you know what? I I have to tell you a story from she because it's just so true. Um, We had those, these big, you might have seen them in the video, these big, huge uh, balloons. They were like 36 inch balloons that just were, you know, they were so light and fluffy. Bouncing all over the place. Yeah, they looked so great. There's like six of them out in the, out in the uh, audience. And I was in the very back and one of the balloons landed at my feet, and I'm like, I have to do it, you know. So I picked it up, and I thought, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to do this very light, you know, high school volleyball serve, um, thinking that it'll just float really fast over. No, that thing went like a rocket straight into the face, side of a face of someone in the audience. And the first thing was like, you've got to be kidding me. The second thing I thought was run, run fast, get away from the scene. So I ran <laughs> to the center so she wouldn't turn around I thought oh I've made it no no of course one of my friends walked over and said nice job Karen you, <laughs> you managed to hit the only vision impaired woman in the group and I'm like you've got to be kidding me and I thought okay what happens here stays here but no 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 she had already told another friend who walked up to me right after that and said nice move Quintana and I <laughs> What they're really saying is, I love you. I care about you. And I'm going <laughs> like, to make fun of you. I'm going to make fun of you because you yeah. can take it and we're all in it. And I just have to say, I'm so sorry, Lori. Um, for, please forgive me now. <laughs> I will never bat another balloon into the back of the audience or anyone else. Because, Ever again. Yeah. Yeah. So a cheerful heart is good medicine. It's funny to laugh. It's funny to... Um, it's good for us. It's, it's a really good thing. There's another passage of scripture that is really interesting. It's Proverbs 15, 13. I didn't give it to you guys to share, so I apologize for it not being on the screen. But it says, a happy heart makes a face cheerful, but the heartache crushes the spirit. A happy heart makes the face cheerful. And uh, there, so there's a saying out there, and I won't use the, the word that's normally used, but are you familiar with RBF? Um, <laughs> don't RBF say it out loud is resting bad face yes. there's another word that goes in between there but we won't use that word here um, but it's the resting bad face so I was driving down the road uh, one day and I got a call while I was driving and um, this guy that knows me said hey uh, Ricardo are you okay and uh, I said yeah I'm fine what's going on he goes well you have a RBF um, you have a really resting bad face because apparently while I'm driving I'm looking very serious and not not very happy and he was worried that I was going through something and I just have a resting bad face um, maybe my heart wasn't happy that day it's probably and because my... I wasn't in the car with you right yes exactly because yes. when you're in the car with me it's always it is all happy. laugh all fun all the time yeah right yeah <laughs> She has, she has the skill of driving in from the passenger side. And uh, it's, it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. He always tells me, how do I ever drive by myself? I don't know how I do I it without you. I don't know how you. I do it. Because without you, I, I would crash every time and hit people and all kinds of different things. It's funny. So a happy heart makes, a, makes the face cheerful. So if you have a happy face, um, hopefully you don't have the RBF. That would be the... The not good face, and so we'll just leave it at that, all right? <laughs> um, crossing lines that we shouldn't cross. Okay, Galatians 5.22 says this, but the fruit of the, of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. 
Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And here's a really key part that we'll focus on in just a few moments. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. And so I think the end of that is what we'll call joy stoppers in just a moment. Mm -hmm. But um, this whole idea of joy, there's a big difference between happiness and joy, right? Mm -hmm. um, the idea of joy, and in this context, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Joy comes from walking in the Spirit of God, having the Spirit of God inside of you, and it's Him living out of us. I would have loved to, one of the reasons I love the Chosen series is because it, it shows Jesus as this really cheerful guy. You know, as we read scripture and, as, and many times as us pastors talk about Jesus, we kind of think of him as this walking around going, hello, I'm here to save the world. I'm going to keep it serious. And we never see Jesus in a funny mood. And if we took a look at a lot of the things that he said and did, um, they would be funny. And you know, uh, so many times in the Bible it says the children flocked to him, the children came to him, suffer yeah. the little children come to me. Children are smart. They get it. They don't want to be around someone that doesn't embrace and isn't fun. Um, and exactly. the children always ran to Jesus. So, I mean, there were moments when he was obviously very serious, but he also had that, that joy and that sense of, of lightness and to just let those things go and relax and have fun with your kids. Yeah, he showed a natural joy that was attractive instead of right. something that was repelling or didn't like, uh, that people didn't like to be around. In fact, it was crazy that sinners loved to be around him more than the religious mm -hmm. liked to be around Jesus, which was fascinating to me. I love that picture of him. Um, and, and, you know, funny moments where he's calling the, the religious, you empty, you empty graves. You know, you, he called them names. I loved it. Root, brood of vipers. I mean, if you want to cuss, just cuss like Jesus did, you know. You're an empty grave. You know, just, I don't know if I'd call that cussing, but anyway. All right. <clears throat> See? Oops. Humor. We learned in our studies that children laugh about 200 to 400 laughs a day. How many times do adults laugh? 12 to 20. Yeah. Children laugh about 200 to 400 times a day. I've, around my grandkids, I believe that because they just have a blast. They and they're always do. laughing. And, of course, we're tickling them and all that kind of stuff, too. But adults, once we get serious about life, then we stop laughing as well. 12 to 20 times a day. I don't know. I think I'd laugh more than that. You laugh more than that. And anytime we're together as a team here at Journey, we laugh a lot. And yes. we have a really good we time. We do. It's true. And so we push that, we push that envelope easily. We found out that laughter or exercise reduces pain. And which would you choose? It has the same pain relief, laughter or exercise. Yeah, I'd much rather work out laughing. <laughs> you can yeah. work out. I, I mean, see, you guys just lost weight right there. <laughs> yeah, we are chewing see, up calories we as we talk. Are, you're going to walk out of here two pounds thinner than you were when you walked in. <laughs> now, see, that gets a clap. <laughs> laughter is a good pain reducer. I mean, have you ever had one of those like really good laughs? Sometimes that happens when you're super stressed. Yeah. <laughs> but someone comes in or a friend comes in and then you're laughing so much you're crying and then you're like, oh, that was so funny. I right. can't do it. You know? And then I you mean, wonder later on why your yeah, stomach your is abs hurting. Are, mm -hmm. It's an ab workout. That's, it's an ab that's workout. Perfect. Yep. It's so good for the soul. Laughter is great exactly. for the soul. Exactly. It prevents disease. Mm -hmm. It prevents disease. Laugh. 
we need to learn how to laugh in the face of danger. You remember how, you, you ever see that on TV? Ha, 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 I laugh in the face of danger. You know, that's, we, we need to do, <laughs> she's laughing at me, not with me right now. No, I'm laughing with you. You are not laughing with me, you're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm just losing weight over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I think laughing in the face of danger is something we need to practice because yes, I, I believe that it's a faith expression. It's because I, you have trust and security in God that you do that. That's yeah. the only reason you could do yeah, that. When things Not get, because of us. When things get bad, it doesn't mean we can't laugh. I mean, it doesn't mean Absolutely. we don't deal with reality. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm in reality a lot. And if we didn't laugh, we would cry for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes it, we, need to, we need to realize that there's t times where the enemy wants to come at us. And we just need to laugh at him and go, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah, you want right. to come at me with that? That's right. You know, you're coming at me with a squirt and I have a bazooka. Exactly. Yeah. That's so true. And so we need to do that. <laughs> Are you stealing my notes from, from speaking last night? You no, probably looked at them, the, didn't you? We talked about that. No. Are you, did I just take something from you? I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. I didn't mean to do that. It's fine. It's, it's fine. We'll talk later. Um, <laughs> no, she is clothed in strength and dignity and laughs at the future and the days to come. I mean, I, I, we studied this and I, I am, I usually only think about that scripture that talks about laughing. There are so many scriptures that talk about laughing, laughing in the face of they're going to go fight an enemy, but they laughed in the face because their trust was in God. Yeah. Laughing at so many references to laughter. Right. That, that is hand in hand with confidence yeah. and trust. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's funny that um, if you read through times when God laughs, he's usually laughing at the ridiculousness of men's efforts. Um, and uh, I, can, I can imagine that I've caused him to have belly laughs. Oh, I, have, I know I have. <laughs> I've, I've thought of ideas and he's like going... <laughs> Will you just listen to me? <laughs> you know, um, because it's my thoughts and not his thoughts. And That's right. He's like going, oh my goodness, you think you have a solution. That's funny. That's a good joke, Ricardo. Just listen to me. All right. So when, when, think, think in your heart and in your mind when you laugh the most. Uh, what causes you to laugh? Uh, there's a group of guys that meet out here usually around 730 and they're laughing all the time at that table wonder what causes them to laugh, that joy that we're all experiencing together. We laugh when our, our babies do crazy things. Yes. We had a birthday party yesterday, and we were lighting up uh, the candles. And we had, uh, I, I don't know, about eight candles on the, on the cake. And my grandson, my oldest grandson, Grayson, he goes, light them up, Oko. He's only five. He's five years old. He's only five years old. And he goes, light him up, Oko. We all just started laughing because it was like, really? What? Where did that come from? That Who knows funny. where that comes but from? But they do the craziest things, mm -hmm. and they make us laugh, and they say funny things. There's babies like we saw earlier. Um, we, we, uh, have you guys watched that show, Ridiculousness? It's not always the best show to watch sometimes, but... Um, it's one of the ridiculous things that people do that, they, you know, slamming their heads in doors and all kinds of crazy, weird things. That... <laughs> it just sounds really funny. Sounds... You talk about not liking to spare the expense of someone's pain and then you watch that? Well, if they do it to themselves, oh, it's like okay. funny. <laughs> you know? <Okay. laughs> 
He just slammed his head in the door. <laughs> That's really funny. But if I See slammed I his head in the door... <laughs> But it wouldn't be funny if I slammed his head in the door. No, that's true. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So okay. My point made. All right. <laughs> Anybody out there ever laugh when you're nervous? Oh, my goodness. I have. She's the queen I, of I am nervous so laughter. bad at that. And I have to tell you the story because it's very funny. And it is at his expense. But you can, you can shoot it back at me if Go you ahead. want to. Okay. You're all good. Okay. So we, we are going um, water skiing with our family years ago. The kids were just little. So we took off early to go down and set up the camp at the beach. Well, <clears throat> I am like a person that at the moment, I grew up in California, grew up in Ventura, go to the beach, kick off your shoes. You know, you don't need shoes at the beach. But... He needs aqua socks at the beach. Always. I don't go barefoot. He doesn't go barefoot. And I always go barefoot. You get the picture that we are like opposites here. So he, he, I, I packed his clothes. Okay, that's the first thing. I packed everything for him. And I got his aqua socks because I knew he would need them. So we get off out of the car and he's starting to change his shoes. I'm like kicking off my shoes, walking, getting ready to go. And he's like, oh my word, there are two right feet in the aqua socks. I'm like, I don't know. I just pulled the aqua socks and packed them, you know, thinking if you wanted the right feet, you should have packed your own socks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's visibly like, oh, no. I'm, I'm not able to say what I was thinking. Yeah, another one of those shower experiences. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm just going to get out of here because... I'm going to say something, this isn't going to go well, because um, we rarely have those kind of conversations. So <laughs> off I went with my stuff to pack up, and he stayed behind. So I'm on the beach. <laughs> I see him coming from the beach, from a distance. And with he's, both he's, aqua socks He's got on. the aqua socks on. They're two right feet, okay? I'm doing everything I can to keep from walking in a circle. <laughs> he, is, he is walking toward me, and I see him. With, I mean, like, he's going, like, walking like this. <laughs> and I, of course, you know what I'm doing. I am laughing hysterically because I couldn't see his face. But the closer he got, the more he was not laughing. And then nerves kick in. <laughs> and you were turned around, so I couldn't see your face. Yeah, and you I, well, around. no, that was later. So I turned okay. around. I turned around. I mean, I, I sat there laughing, and the more he forward he came, the more angry his face. <laughs> and the funnier it was because he's stomping in like this with two left feet or right feet <laughs> and all I can see in my mind is his shoes going this way I'm like keep going you're going to go straight soon <laughs> it was not funny to him and when he got close the words that came out of his mouth were not well they weren't horrible but they weren't kind but the more he spoke the funnier it was <laughs> And I could not stop laughing. So again, I turned away and walked up a little way up the hill. And then you, that's when you said, that's, oh, that's no. That's when I, 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 because of whatever I said, I don't remember what I said. Um, but I saw her going like this from behind. And I'm like, oh, no, I hurt her feelings so bad <laughs> that she is crying. So I come up behind her and I say, I am so sorry. I did not mean to hurt your feelings. And she turns around going, <laughs> I, was, I was trying so hard to compose myself and he thought I was crying. <laughs> oh, silly, silly, silly. Uh. Ricardo thought I was crying. That was hilarious. And to this day now, I think I'm like, you are in charge of aqua socks, not me. <laughs> I will never. 
I mean, that's nervous. I should have laughed and I didn't. No, I get it. But that was that nervous. Now, sometimes if you get nervous, the more nervous you get, the more you laugh. And then it's just downhill for there. Well, and that's the, that was the tennis experience, too, where we were playing tennis. And, um, <clears throat> and I was trying to get back with her. This was my... Um, After breaking up with me three times. Yes. Let's just... Get and so we were trying to get back together. I was trying to get back together with her. And we were out playing tennis, which is one of her favorite things to do. And so we were playing tennis and she did this little blooper thing um, to come up to the net. And it, we were up in Seattle. And <clears throat> when she hit the blooper, I'm charging the net and I'm ready to slam this thing down. And all of a sudden I hit a puddle from the rain and I slide. And so I'm going... And I'm surfing across the, the tennis court, and all of a sudden, I see that I'm going to hit the net, and so I put my racket out and my hand out to stop me from flipping over the net. The racket hits the net and goes whack and hits me in the forehead. And You're I'm still laughing. I'm laying on the court. I'm laying on the court. She's laughing. laying on the court laughing. In the meantime, I'm saying, am I bleeding? And blood is flowing <laughs> down my face. And she is laughing hysterically while I'm bleeding, losing, losing no, life. You are not losing life. Oh, my goodness. You are so dramatic. <laughs> And it's, it's been probably 20 years since his story, and he still feels it. I still, deep down inside. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's 33 years, to be exact. No, and... you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> you're not supposed to say how long ago it was. It was a long time ago, and it was very funny. But I had to have, like, 20 stitches or he something. He didn't laugh. No, I didn't he have He was any not happy, and I'm like... Dude, you are trying to get back together with me. I was trying so hard angry? not to be angry because I didn't want to upset the relationship. But <laughs> I was well. not happy she was laughing while I was bleeding to death. <laughs> to death. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have you guys ever had that time where you're trying to hold back a laugh? And you're just holding it in, knowing that if you let it out, it would be the inappropriate moment. Well, Karen doesn't have that gear, but <laughs> you know how it's I just like. just laughs. <laughs> she just laughs. But there are times where you're like, <clears throat> you know, and you start snorting and choking and holding it in. And you should be. It's just one of those funny moments. I hope you're laughing. I hope you're laughing. There are some joy killers, and I want to talk about those just for a moment because I think it's important that we have at least some kind of barometer to understand what keeps us from laughing, um, what keeps us from going on. I mean, obviously, there's plenty of, of reasons to have a, a bad mood or a, a, a moment that you're, you're frustrated, but I think sometimes we, we tend to um, uh, hurt ourselves. And these last passages, these last statements in the Galatians passage that we read earlier said, let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. These are three words that actually are joy killers or fruit killers of the Holy Spirit that, because they're in this context. And so these things keep us from experiencing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of those things. And if we become conceited, and I think one of the biggest joy killers is thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. 
In, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, it says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. It doesn't say don't have confidence. It just says don't think so highly of yourself. And I think that's one of the joy killers that can happen in many of our lives is that we get conceited. We, we start thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought. And I think um, for me personally, and I'm just being raw, I think at, especially in the beginning of our relationship, the beginning of our faith, I thought I was, um, I, I thought I didn't deserve to be laughed at. And I, I took myself way too seriously. And I did think more highly of myself than I should have. And I, I didn't embrace those moments of the, the, the aqua sock moment or the, <laughs> now we laugh hysterically, but the, you know, the, the, the tennis racket and the bleeding and all that sort of stuff. Um, I or the moments when I taught the children to throw socks at you from yeah. afar. Oh my God. Yeah, those my, my wife and my two daughters have the most uncanny ability to throw something and have it hit me in the head. It's soft. And, There's soft yeah. things, though. Very soft. Most things. often, yeah. they're soft things. Most of the time, they are. <laughs> Not always do they feel soft, but they, yeah. But, but here's the but thing. It's Some, a big surprise when it hits you. It is. Yeah. And sometimes God brings people into your life to do that. To yes. help you relax a little you bit. You guys are there to help me not think so highly of myself. But it's true. I mean, we think about it. I hear that we're conceited, and I, I, I just want to go, I don't want to be conceited. But I think there's a sense of it's okay to relax a little bit. Yeah, about it's yourself. It's okay to relax a little bit about yourself yeah. and know that, you know, sometimes there's healing that comes from that. Yeah. From laughter. Yeah, and I think if, if you see yourself as you embarrass yourself because you lose it laughing you might be thinking too much of yourself you might you might need to just let go right mm -hmm. and i needed to do that and, and mm -hmm. sometimes still do i need to just relax and laugh and enjoy the moment and embrace that moment instead of being so serious about everything uh, everything isn't that serious and we need to have some fun and so be careful about what you think of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, don't take yourself too seriously. I think the other uh, comment here is provoking. It's that annoying, poking, prodding, antagonistic person that takes joy out of things. If you're a, a poker, a prodder, an antagonist, and you like to just push people's buttons just to get them riled up, you're, you're taking joy out of the moment. And I think that's um, not good. And so be careful there. And then the last one is envy, mm -hmm. which is really... The, the effort in comparison. If you're not a happy person or a joyful person, um, it could be because you don't think uh, you're, you're like everybody else. And I think that comparison is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And you, if, if you want more than you have or if you're not what you think you should be in comparison to others, you're likely losing joy every moment of the day. Yeah, and that's a, that's a trick of the enemy, absolutely to get us so uh, serious or self-inward or in ca comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what is it you said the other day? That, uh, to ruin a moment is to, um, oh, now I can't remember. It was really good, though. It was really good. Um, is to, to begin to regret or think back or replay or it, it steals your joy if you think of the negative moments. Yeah. It's, it's just a stealer. And I think that the enemy loves his little... Let's get them to start comparing each other. 
That's yeah. a tr that's a trick, and it can take a super joyful moment and rob you. Yeah, especially when you think you're not enough. Right. And you are. Right. God has uniquely designed and created you and that's all right. of us in our own way. We don't need to be like anybody else. And the more you try and be like somebody else, you're only trying to be like the unique creation God created them to be, not who you right. were created to be. That's right. And we're losing out on you. And that's, that's right. what we want. And so those are joy stealers, conceit, provoking to anger and uh, envy. And then the joy creators. I think, uh, again, we're talking about things that give us an inner peace or an inner happiness. And um, the most important thing is to understand um, our salvation. Mm -hmm. The fact that we have eternal life, our hope is in living forever with Jesus. And no matter what the circumstance, it's powerful. I love what Psalm 126 says. It says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. The one of the most evidentiary things or the thing that, that reveals Christ the most to this world is our joy. That's right. Yeah, when we're restored, when we have the hope of eternal life, when our sins have been forgiven, when our life is on, on track and, and the intentionality of going where God wants us to go, that is when joy really kicks in. Mm -hmm. And the world sees something different. The world sees something different when, we have, when we're full of joy. And that's a, I, I've ever met someone who you just think, they are the most joy-filled person I've ever met. And then someone tells you the backstory and you're like, oh my word, how in the world... Are they that joyful? And you know that's because they found their strength and peace in God. Because yeah. there's no other way they could be. Exactly. But I love that. And I think, Lord, help me be that person. Because sometimes the weight of the world is on me. The weight of mm -hmm. um, just life yeah. sometimes is heavy. And um, I, I have to say, you know what, God? Thank you for eternity. Thank you that this is not all that there is. The Bible says life is but a breath, but sometimes it feels like a nice long <laughs> breath where you're like, exactly. this is tough. Yeah. But I think, you know what, God, help me have that kind of joy that the world says, how in the world? And I say, let me tell you, yeah. this is why. This, this is, is why. why. Exactly. Another joy creator is just walking in the spirit, understanding the connection that we have with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and the, the, the beauty of that relationship because joy is the fruit of walking in the spirit. So, right. you know, I've all, I always say this and you guys hear me say this often. You don't see trees going around going, oh, I'm going to make an apple. You know, you just don't see them grunting out an apple. You know, you see the tree that's an apple tree automatically when it's, when it's getting all the nutrients that it needs it produces fruit and that's why we have to stay connected or plugged in to the to to god is that's because right. when we do then we can have a strength that comes not from ourselves but from god and that's called joy that's right. and that's a part of the fruit of the spirit and then i think uh, most importantly having an eternal perspective understanding that today is not the last is not the only part of our lives mm -hmm. or even tomorrow but that eternity is what keeps us going. The Bible says in, in Luke 6, 21, it says, blessed are you who hunger now, for you will, uh, you will be satisfied. Uh, blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. There will be a day of laughing, mm -hmm. and it's ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And that can, that can keep our joy. Even though we may feel sorrow now, the laughter's coming, right. especially in the face of the devil. Ha, 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 ha. 
That was a much better laugh. That was a good one, huh? That's good. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Yeah, there you go. I'm getting there. <clears throat> and the last joy creator we'll talk about is understanding that there are seasons of joy and seasons of sorrow. Ecclesiastes says this, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. And then it says this, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. There are seasons in our lives where there will be low points, but then there's also seasons that we should be laughing. And uh, hopefully we live in the seasons of laughter a lot longer than we do in the seasons of sorrow. But at the same time, there are seasons. Mm -hmm. And so uh, look for your season of laughter. Let it happen. Let it out. Don't think of yourself so highly that you can't lose it every once in a while. Fall on the ground and just in hilarity laugh like so, And sometimes we get really used to living low. And um, mm. sometimes wow. you have to say, okay, enough of this for a moment. For a moment, it's okay to laugh. Exactly. It's okay to say, God, fill me with a little bit of joy. I don't have to live low all the time. Or I just need a little bit of laughter to get me going and get me through this. Yeah. Or joy. Joy is very different than laughter. Joy comes from the heart of God. Joy is something that you can have no matter what season you're in. And laughter is a byproduct of joy, right? Is yeah. That, yeah, yes. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's all related to God and the fruit of the Spirit, no matter what. Exactly, exactly. So I, I, I medicate myself sometimes. I, I put on like Tim Hawkins or John Christ or some very funny comedians that are clean um, and just enjoy laughing at what they're saying and, and enjoy those moments. Or we, we you know, I, I like hanging out with our grandkids and watching them do crazy things and funny things. Whatever it takes to kind of medicate yourself not any hopefully you understand what i mean by that you don't need liquid courage you just need the opportunity to just release and have a good time enjoying laughter and so we have a reason to have joy and most importantly we have a reason to laugh and that is just to not take ourselves so seriously mm -hmm. and allow us to see right. laughter I Preach know. it, brother. I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> if there's one finger pointing forward, there's three more coming back at me. Um, and then just, just God enjoy. God gave you me to help you learn that. Exactly, exactly. Um, life is funny, and we need to laugh, and we need to enjoy it. And I think that keeping up a perspective of our, our salvation, eternity is ahead of us, and we have every reason to have joy because of that, the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, and... Uh, not taking ourselves seriously, I think, are the three takeaways for today. Love it. Love it. If you're here today and you came in low, hopefully you're leaving high. And I mean, not in the California kind of high. But. And I just want to say, you're welcome when you leave and you're like, wow, my pants are not as tight as they were when I came in. Yeah. <laughs> you, hopefully you burned you a few welcome. calories. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But if you did come in and you're feeling that burden of life, I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray that God will just release you from that pressure, release you from uh, that inability maybe right now to feel that joy. Um, God wants to fill you up and give you hope and give you that joy that only comes from walking with him. All right? Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this time that we've had together. And I thank you, Lord, that uh, you allow us to laugh. You laugh at our ridiculousness. And um, God, we can laugh at others' ridiculousness. We can laugh at the pranks and all the jokes and all those things. But God, most importantly, we, 
uh, experience your joy because your spirit lives in us and you are a joyful God. You're a joy. You're full of hope and you're full of joy and you're full of, of laughter. And we thank you and praise you for that. And I pray today for anyone that came in this room and were feeling that tension, feeling that low point in their lives or feeling as if I just can't laugh. Give them joy. Give them a, an encouragement, a restoration, a hope, a strength that only comes from you, God. And I pray that today we would be able to laugh, we'd be able to look at, at, at others and laugh, and we look at ourselves and laugh, and we just have a great, great day. God, we thank you and praise you for this time. We thank you for your word that speaks to our hearts. We thank you for the restorative nature of who you are to make us new. Thank you, God, for bringing laughter and joy into our lives. I pray your blessing on every person here today. And I thank you for that. And as always, if you're here today and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I just want to invite you to know that the first place that you'll ever experience real joy is knowing that your sins are forgiven, that Jesus has promised you eternal life, and that you will spend eternity with him. And if that's you today and you want to make that commitment to Jesus, it's just simply saying this. And you can repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. And I accept your forgiveness based on the work you did on the cross. And I am now completely forgiven. My sins no longer count against me. And thank you for that forgiveness. And Jesus, I believe that you were raised from the dead. And I am excited to spend eternity with you and have a hope of eternal life and living forever. And I thank you for that. And God, I will commit to walk with you for the rest of my life. I pray that now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.